Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is going to be our secret, okay? We're going to figure it out what it means to be fulfilled. What it actually means to be happy. This is going to be a journey, but hey, we're only here once, right? Hey guys, this is Stuart, and welcome to the podcast. Okay, uh, so I've cracked my code. My cheat code is this. I will bring my audio equipment, so I record these podcasts at the lake as an excuse not to get into the lake, only for me afterwards to feel so accomplished by actually recording an episode that I will then throw myself into the lake, not even walk in, I will just dive headfirst in. And by dive, I mean I do whatever frog jump squat thing I do. I need to learn how to dive. It, it is not an attractive position the way I jump into the water. Uh, I lasted, I lasted, I lasted longer than two minutes, and I'm happy about that. Well, mm, uh, I lasted in the water longer than two minutes. I lasted ten. Ten to twelve minutes the last time we did um, our deep breathing. I felt really accomplished, really, really good about that. And I guess that's what this episode is going to be. You know, how to find things to fall in love with yourself. Your accomplishments, your little accomplishments every day that make you go, hell yeah, I'm a badass. I, I don't know if I'm, again, like the proper person to be talking to people about this because what the heck do I know? I mean, like, I've gone through so many spouts and bouts and droughts of, you know, not feeling good about myself, not liking myself, my body, my features, my my mentality, my intelligence, my my ability... How how do I know what it is to love yourself? Because we all go through that on a daily basis. And then there are other days where we're like, we are the bad-ass Wonder Woman, Superman. This world will ever see. No one will be like us. How do we keep that feeling? 
No, seriously, I'm asking you, how do we keep that feeling? Because I don't know. I don't know, and I'm sick of not knowing. But I did, you know, again, I wrote down notes. I was listening to other amazing people. I was having talks with people. And here are a couple of things that I not so much figured out, but things I think we just need to remind ourselves about. And essentially, if we're all striving to, you know, be better versions of ourselves, self-improvement is such a positive thing. But then you're constantly self-reflecting and critiquing, you know, you see where you failed, where you've fallen, where you're falling, and you try and improve it. And when you can't, you beat yourself down for that. It, it's a very hard thing to know that when you get something wrong or you fail, that you can easily just brush it off and say, that was a learning experience, or I made a fool of myself. I'm going to move forward. It's time to start thinking about that differently. Well, f- for me, I'm trying to. And, you know, accept kind of our faults, our lumps, our bumps, our imperfections, our moles, our quirkiness and realize that's our superpower that's what makes us unique and that's what we need to fall in love with if you can fall in love with all the cracks then really you can fall in love with anything can't you again being selfish this is such a cheat code for me i hope no one else is listening this is me trying to figure it out for myself if you're here as well though come on the journey you know let's learn together take what you need take what you learned take what resonates with you and steal it Use it in your everyday life. And if it works for you, maybe then you can share it with someone else and it might help them. That's what this podcast is going to be about today. You know, falling in love with ourselves. Stuff that will help us, you know, be like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. We're, we're doing good. We're, we're improving. Or, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love that extra few pounds that I don't mind having. Or I'm going to love the fact that I'm trying to lose a bit of weight or put on a bit of muscle. I don't look like Henry Cavill or um, Bella Hadid, or I'm not as smart as Neil deGrasse Tyson. Who, by the way, all have shortcomings, all have faults and flaws and stuff that they fall down on. But what makes them better than, you know, the average Joe, Tom, Dick or Sally? And it's not just to do with genetic code about, you know, how they look or how much intelligence they actually have. It's to do with the fact that they don't let their faults and their pitfalls actually derail them to the point where they're not even going to try and strive for what they want. So I want to ask you, what would it be like if you believed in yourself wholeheartedly, like you can do no wrong, you love yourself completely and you are never going to second guess yourself? What would that mean? You would be unstoppable. Give yourself that chance to feel that. The sky's the limit. And here's the thing. There's a thin line between the blue of the sky and the black of night. Or even the black of the universe, should we say. Self-acceptance is a journey. It's a journey you are going to have your whole life. That's the first note. Self-acceptance is a lifelong commitment. There is no right way to look, think, or feel, and there is no right way to live. But you have to live your life wholeheartedly. You can't let it just pass you by. And for so many of us, we have. We have let so many years and days and months pass us by. On a personal note, these last few months have been detrimental for me. I mean... I've been lying to myself and to my social and to everyone about, you know, how I actually was. 
I made it seem like I was fine, like, you know, I was happy with what I was doing, but I hated myself. I didn't believe in half the stuff I was saying. For myself, I believed in the words, I believed in the actions, I believed in the commitments, but I believed that they were for other people and I was not deserving of them. I think it took me to get to the lowest point that I've been in the last four years for me to realize, why do you hate yourself? To look in the mirror and ask that question was so painful. And this is the guy who ran up Hekla in freaking Iceland on a broken leg. It was the most painful thing I ever done, where I asked myself, is this it? Are we going to live like this for the rest of our life? And I had to make that choice. Right there. I think it was like 4am in a mirror. I was looking at myself. And what I said back was, I don't want to. But I need to relearn how to love myself. Somewhere along the way, I forgot. And a lot of people have. They became complacent in their lives. They settled for how they were feeling and what they got. And they said, this is good enough. But it chips away at you. Let me set the scene right now. I am, again, I'm back at the lake. I'm at the pier. I'm in my solitude. I'm in my most powerful and safe space. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Financially, I'm screwed. But (laughs) that's another point. And I'm watching the water. And the water, every so often, is going to splash against a rock and chip away at it bit by bit by bit and the rock will never know the rock will never know it's being eroded away and we can be like that with our self-love bit by bit we let life just not so much tear us down but lower us bring us down ever so slightly until we accept how we think and feel about ourselves and that's the norm if you ever get to that place if you ever feel anywhere slightly remotely like that please know you deserve so much more value in your life you are so so worthy of love not just from other people but love in yourself and I don't mean a toxic positivity where everything is great and you love yourself I mean a love where you are going to just live your life how you want and you are going to be happy And that is Stuart's waffle for the day. Let's get back to my notes. I want you to think about like your your closest relationship at the moment. And here's the thing. Is it with another person or is it with yourself? And if it's with another person, why? And that's being selfish, but in the best way. Why do you value another person's relationship than you do with your own mental state? And if you value your own mental state so much that you're like, yeah, I love myself, you know, I need to come first. I can't help anyone if I'm replenishing from an empty cup. We can't give to people if we are emotionally and mentally drained in ourselves. I had this chat with a friend and they were talking about, you know, how they were constantly trying to help their friends who were in, you know, dire mental states. And it came to a case where I was like, how do you feel? And they said, you know, I'm constantly drained I have to tell my therapist about this and I feel like I'm talking to my therapist more about my friends and their state than I am about me and I said why and they said well because they're my friends I want to help them I want to figure out what to do and I said how can you help someone 
if you're not helping yourself. And that kind of put a light bulb moment in their head and also in mine. I constantly say, do what is best for you. And to elaborate on that, what I mean is do what's best for you and your mental state and your state of well-being. Because no matter how much we want to help other people, we want to make other people happy, we can't do that authentically or fully if we are not in any way, shape or form happy in ourselves or even able to use that energy for ourselves. It is the biggest form of self-love to take care of your state. Now I do want you to think about special people in your life. You know, those people who kind of light up the room for you when they walk in. Are you focusing on, you know, like the bad things about them, the negative stuff, their their bad traits? Or are you focusing on why that person is special to you and why they make you feel good? Loving yourself is just like loving those people. It's very simple. You find the reasons that make you happy. You find the reasons that make you glow. I know it sounds weird, glow, Stuart, don't go all like existential on us. But it is, it's that feeling inside of warmth, of safety, of connection. How can you find that in yourself? It goes back to the episode where we were talking about being alone versus being lonely. Reconnecting with yourself is very powerful. Connection makes life worth living. Especially for yourself. Because it makes life so much easier and worth living. You will get up when the world is on fire and you will be like, okay, I'm still going to work. I'm still going to do my best and I'm going to try and be happy. I definitely feel like I'm waffling. So let me refocus, find my notes. Again, I don't think I will ever show my journals to anyone because they'll be like, what is this crazy man on about? Okay, so I've written down notes and I need to figure out what they actually meant at the time because you know when you write shorthand and you're like thinking yeah yeah i'll remember this obviously i have not acts of kindness for yourself and others um so we have written down notes we've jotted them down what does this acts of kindness for yourself what do you do every day you know for yourself small little acts like you don't need to go out and keep buying yourself you know that overly priced um you know (laughs) chain store coffee that's actually really bad but for some reason you like it um not mentioning any brands in particular you know oat matcha latte with um a dash of cinnamon please if you don't mind (laughs) i mean looking in the mirror and saying you look good or looking in the mirror and saying you're doing the best or you know something that i'm doing in my discord with people is saying i'm you know i'm lucky today or I feel really lucky. Giving yourself little moments of grace. And other selfless acts is, you know, like paying a compliment to someone on the street. Helping someone out just for the sake of helping them out. Asking someone if they need help. You'd be surprised the amount of oxytocin and the endorphins that you get from doing something like that. By trying to be a nice person. In a roundabout way, it's... It's... (laughs) It's a selfish cheat code for making yourself feel better about yourself. You know, I am a nice person. But then this does come to the flip side. Do you do things because you want to seem nice or because you actually are nice? And I'll tell you, one of those answers is nice. And one of those answers is uh, not good.
Now, question to you. Here's another one. Embrace yourself. Do you embrace, you know, the knowledge you have, the knowledge you know? Do you embrace your features? Do you embrace how powerful you are as a person? Here's an interesting fact. Um, <laughs> out of everyone that has ever lived since the dawn of time, only 5.5% are alive today. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are one of them. That is a very lucky thing. No matter what is going on in everyone's life. To be here on this rock, floating, not even floating, it's hurtling through space, through many, many, many different galaxies. You are here. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here, right now embrace that power something I really like to say and this comes back to Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson which is um, he is honestly like God to me he is my God but do you realize that you are made of the same substance as both stars and light every particle in the universe you are made up of how are you formed right now in this space in this time in this feature you are a countless amount of molecules that has light bouncing in between them to form you. You are essentially made of stars and light. How powerful is that? You are made of the same substance as a sun, the nova. Never forget that. And now this goes to self-care, never forgetting to take care of yourself. Because it's acts, you know, to protect your mental state, your physical, emotional, spiritual health. Eating well, treating yourself, getting a good night's rest. The guy who used to only sleep for three hours a day is telling you get a good night's rest. And not feel guilty. And the reason why we don't give us ourselves as much self-care is because of guilt. Because we're being selfish and we're giving our time to ourselves, not to others, not to work, not taking care of someone else's wants and needs, but putting yourself first. But you need to, you need to take time to replenish your cup, your mental health, your mental well-being. So the question I'm giving to you is what kind of things can you give yourself today for self-care? 
what kind of things can you jot down in your journal for tomorrow or for the weekend? Do that. Give yourself three things that you can do for self-care. If you know me, you know I love the singer Jess Glynn, and as she once said, don't be so hard on yourself. At least I really hope that's what that note means. Maybe I was listening to Jess Glynn. You're human. You are going to F up. You are going to make mistakes. It's forgiving the time wasted. It's forgiving the time that it took from your life and saying you're not going to let it. I'm not going to waste any more time. Giving forgiveness. Accepting and giving forgiveness cultivates is probably one of the most powerful things we can do. Because forgiveness cannot change the past, but it can change the future. Back during COVID, we were all forced to stop and slow down. It made a lot of us realize how fast-paced our life was and how anxious we were if we weren't moving quick enough, be it for work, family, friends trying to juggle lives and commitments that demanded all of our time. We gave barely any to ourselves. Just by slowing down a tiny bit, like we said, self-care, maybe giving yourself an hour or two to yourself a day, maybe giving yourself a day over a week, you know, just to do what you like, can help combat the anxiety we feel in nearly everyday life. We give ourselves a grace period to relax, recharge, I'll say it again, you are enough, you are more than enough, you are made of stars and light. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to the stuff that you are doing right, and be kind to the stuff that you are doing wrong, so long as you're learning from it. I used to hate this quote, and now I kind of live by it. Every day is a new opportunity. Ridiculously, because we do live at such a fast pace in life, we don't realize how precious every day is. There's 24 hours in a day. You can only be expected to do so much in that, but you can do so much in that because essentially we don't know if today is going to be our last, last day of our life, last day of the way we live our life. When you keep that in mind, you give yourself so much more value in your day, in what you do, in how you live, in what you're willing to give your time to. That is a form of self-care and self-love. Who, what, when, where you are willing to give your time to. Time is your greatest commodity. Here's a personal simple reminder. You are going to die. And that will be it. So make sure that you have so many more happier moments. Intimate and strong relationships. Hopeful times you can share with yourself and with other people. Something I've done on the daily is um, a Tony Robbins gratitude journal where I ask myself these questions. What am I grateful for in life right now? What am I happy for in life right now? What am I committed to in life right now? What am I enjoying in life right now? And then under that I write, who do I love and who loves me? first person I've started writing, me. Ironically, <laughs> list has ridiculously gone bigger and I usually get cramps by the end of it. You can love so many people and so many people can love you. 
But how many times do we say we love ourselves? I think this is a very good analogy when it comes to self-love. So imagine you are a seed, right? You're planted in an environment and you need to water yourself. You can water yourself as much as you want, but if you're in the wrong environment, that's not going to help. You know, you could drown in water or you could not be getting enough water. You need to fix your environment to help water and nourish you. That environment is your mentality. It's your perception of yourself. It's your willingness to take care of yourself. You can do the basic tasks every day. Think of watering. You could get up, you could eat, you could go to the gym, you could go to work. But unless you're truly checking in and taking care of yourself and asking, am I happy? Am I okay? Am I all right right now? What do I need? You're never going to flourish. You're never going to grow. At the end of the day, you need both. You need a life to live, and it needs to be a life that you feel is worth living. What acts of kindness could help you and other people today? What little things or changes will make all the difference in your life? How hard is it to let go of that negative self-talk? Can you accept that you will not be proficient at everything? Certain things you shall fall flat on your face. Can you set the standard that even if you're not great at everything, that it doesn't mean that you're a failure? This is coming from the guy who can't hold two proper notes. I will never be a Broadway singer, but I will do my darndest try and learn to hold a tune or at least two notes in the proper pitch, even if it takes me the rest of my life. I love to sing. I'm not a failure that I can't sing, but I would be a failure if I stopped trying. It's something I'm very unapologetic about. Can you be unapologetically you? You know what you're bad at, you know what you're good at, you know what you want to work on, you know what you want to strive for. You know your standards and your expectations. But you're not going to feel under immense amount of pressure. You're going to be your own inner critic, but not to the point where it destroys your mental state because you don't think you're worthy enough or good enough. No one will ever know you better than you know yourself. And no one will ever know how much you work on yourself. If something takes your energy and your happiness... You need to acknowledge it and say no or work around it. Know what's important to you and around you. Always be authentic. Unique and quirky and unapologetically you. A big one, and this is coming from the horse's mouth again. Focus on your goals and not everyone around you and where they are. We are all running different races in life. Set your standards. Set your expectations, but don't worry if people are ahead and don't be happy if people are behind. Stop looking at other people and saying, I want what they have. That's, that's, oof, that comes in every aspect, shape, way and form. You know, materialism, aesthetics. I remember even as like a small kid, and when I say small, I mean 
five to nine in my first school before I had to move, being like, I wish I looked like him. I wish I had his face. I wanted what everyone else had. I wish I had their backpack. And that, that, that seeped into my life way, way, way up until my 20s. It wasn't even being competitive. It's just I didn't value myself or what I have or what I was given. And I just saw what others had and I wanted it. And that's the wrong kind of selfish mentality. That's the one that's almost like a parasite. Like the water, it erodes at you. Makes you resentful. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Live your life. You can only live it for yourself. Don't live it for anyone else. Feeling a sense of achievement for what you've done is great, but feeling a sense of inferiority because of what other people has done will just eat away at you. It takes you away from all the positive outlooks that you can have. We can only try and be the best versions of ourselves. You're not trying to be another version of someone else. You own your decisions, your acts, and your thoughts. They are no one else's, and if you enjoy the process of your life, then it's your life. If you are enjoying this, then it's someone else's. I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian, but a small one to think about is, what does your diet say about you? And what does it do to you? How much anxiety do you have a day that you can you know, contribute to caffeine intake. I think that's the only example I can give because I would never want to impose, you know, my weird-ass diet on anyone else. But I can definitely contribute my high spikes of anxiety to my high intake of caffeine pre-workout. Caffeine is an amazing stimulant for focus and detrimental in terms of causing major bouts of anxiety. But in saying that, you know, check your diet. Like, how much vegetables are you eating? What's your blood sugar like? Are you eating the right types of fats? But in saying that, eat whatever you like, whatever you want. Just know what it does do to your body, to your biometric organism that you are. And to every medical professional and dietitian, yes, I will be quiet right now. I will be quiet on that topic. I'm going to finish this whole, you know, ramble on self-love and the stuff we can do with a simple, simple quote. If it costs you your mental health, it might be too expensive. Set boundaries in yourself for yourself. Stuff you are going to do to keep your mental well-being safe. So never does the time come again where you go, I am not good enough, I am not deserving, I am not loved. Set boundaries so you know you are loved, you are valued, and you are deserving of everything you want in life to make you happy. Okay? You might not be perfect the way you are, but stop expecting to be. Not everyone is going to like you. Who cares? So long as you like you, you're golden. Anyway, friends, have a good day. 
I'm starting to think this is like my third outro, but I just noticed that because we're finished the episode, I now need to get into the water and be 12 minutes. Whoa, we can, we can do it. I don't want, uh, I can already feel the body seizing up. But guys, know your value. Know what you're made of. And have a good day. Okay? I don't want to get in the water. Guys, I thoroughly, thoroughly hope you liked this podcast. If you did, please give a thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you'd like to hear next, what we can discuss next. Tell me who you'd like me to bring on for interview. Hear other people's stories, other people's truths and passions and purposes. But for now, I'm going to say a farewell, a good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you've listened to this, whenever you've listened to this. I hope your day is both well and the day you deserve. Let's chat soon, okay? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.